And it looks like we're live. We good? We good. All right, sweet. Anyways, hey, what's going on, everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and who do I have with me here? Uh, Modbot. And how are you doing today, Modbot? I'm doing really good, man. I finally got caught up on a lot of my stuff. I got a haircut and a shower, and so things are feeling a little more at place in uh, in the world. How you doing, man? Oh, dude, I'm I'm doing quite well. I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking me. Right on. So, yeah. uh, what's new with you, man? Uh well, I guess first off, we can uh, we can say this whole thing is new. Mod Chat Plus. Like, what what the hell is Mod Chat Plus? We did Mod Chat a few weeks ago, but now is this an actual thing, or is this just something that I messed up on the title with? <laughs> no, Mod Chat Plus was uh, basically we. We did a casual, I don't know how it like originated originally. Um, we did a casual live stream, not a live stream, no, no, casual podcast where we were kind of just talking about different things that weren't particularly related to modding. And uh, we decided that it'd be like kind of cool to do this thing where people can get to know us a little bit more on a personal level. They can kind of talk about, you know, whatever is going on um, and hang out with you guys and that it would be just, I don't know, a good, good fun hangout essentially. And uh, we were supposed to do it a lot more often. Um, but it was already such a commitment kind of for us to just make sure we got our mod chat going at least once a month that um, Especially I'd say probably more on my end that it was hard for even mr. Mario to like get me in for that one day a month So um, it, it kind really of, yes, kind of <laughs> yeah, and so mod chat plus just kind of got put on the uh, the back burner and uh, Yeah, now I'm basically at home. So um, I you know last week we did our mod chat uh, plus no Mod chat. I'm sorry. Now I'm confused myself. Last week we did our regular mod chat and um, decided, hey, why don't we do our mod chat plus? And so um, here we are. So it's kind of just a time for us to hang out, catch up with each other, talk about whatever, hang out with you guys. I'm sure answer some questions and stuff like that. And uh, anything I missed, I feel like that's. No, I think that's about it. Really, it was kind of just a spinoff series that we had uh, planned out. And it was more, you know, Mod Chat is for our actual modding topics. Well, whenever we actually stay on topic there. And then Mod Chat Plus is more like, hey, if you want to listen to us more talk about random stuff that's not modding related, like if you just want to listen to the host talk about things, Mod Chat Plus is available. And that's why, you know, Plus is in it's like an extra thing. And if you're not interested in that at all, you have regular Mod Chat that we're going to do once a month. Uh, the main difference on there is really, you know, Mod Chat Plus is a bit more casual, but also we are not talking about modding on here. We've never done a live episode of this. The last episode we actually did of Mod Chat Plus was in uh, March of last year. Jeez. Yeah, wow. so yeah. several people had actually been asking. They're like, when's Mod Chat Plus? And it was the last time we had Mod Chat. We're like, we should really do Mod Chat Plus. People are yeah. asking about it now. So uh, again, that's why we've never done this you know, Mod Chat Plus live before. So it'll be a uh, fun turn of events to see what's going on. Yeah, because back when we did the Mod Chat Plus in March, we hadn't even started doing regular Mod Chats live because we didn't start... When did we start doing that? Like maybe August of last year, something like that? Or uh, I want to say it was August. Of, it was definitely like the last, I want to say maybe quarter of 2015 yeah. that we started doing live episodes. Yeah. Might have been cool. a little bit before that. Well, because even when we started doing the live episodes, um, the first live episode was just supposed to be like a test thing to do a live episode. And then after we did the live episode, it went so well, we decided, heck, why don't we just do them all live? Plus, it's exactly. honestly a lot more fun, dude. Like, it's more fun for me, I think, and for you talking with each other doing it live, as well as it's really nice having the chat there versus later on responding to text comments, you know? Exactly. So yeah. it's definitely a big uh, big plus, I think. Yeah, absolutely. 
So I guess first thing, I, dude, I, I have to talk about Resident Evil. Okay, yeah, go for it. This game is fucking incredible so far. Now, Daniel has not played it. I, he told me before the stream that he ended up watching the entire thing streamed, right? Yeah, I'm too, well, the thing is, I'm, I'm too much of a chicken shit. I don't really play horror games, but this was a horror game that I... It had been hyped up so much, and um, a lot of the YouTubers that I do enjoy watching their content were playing it, so I ended up watching the whole thing played through. And uh, it was like a movie for me, though, man. I mean, I was... I, it was like probably one of the first actual playthroughs I've watched from beginning to end in a long time, and I like waited every day for the next episode to come out so I could watch it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really Mr. Meyer said no spoilers, so I didn't really tell him you know anything at all. I just said that you know it's phenomenal, and literally from beginning to end, um, it was killer. So um, I will say that it actually there were certain parts like that I thought were kind of scary, but it really wasn't as scary as I thought it was going to be. It was more like, um, again, maybe it's different if you're actually playing it and you have your headset on, you're in the dark. I don't really know. But for me, it was more just like a really, like a really well put together mystery, essentially, is kind of what it was. Mm -hmm. I know? think though, so far my only, I, I have two complaints about it, which I mean, I'm a bit critical as well too. Um, but my only complaints are really like one, I feel like there's just some technical difficulties on, I'm playing on PS4 Pro mm -hmm. and uh, loading times take a good amount of time, almost too long. And then the other thing is also there's a bit of texture pop and where it's like, you're like right in front of a picture or something and it takes a good amount of time for it to load in sometimes. Um, that's more of the platform I'm on, but aside from that, it's still pretty well optimized it looks beautiful it runs at 60 frames a second pretty much solid mm -hmm. um, but the only complaint i really have about the game itself is um i'm playing at least with uh, sensitivity i'm playing on high sensitivity and it still feels a bit too slow to me which is a bit annoying but gotcha. even still, those are like those are just me being really picky about it yeah. aside from that like aside from those two things i don't have any complaints about the game itself it does really what it needs to it's very atmospheric it's incredibly well done it is scary and uh it has actually like I was thinking of this. I would not recommend, because um, you said you end up watching it, but like I was not going to recommend that you play it just because it has uh, it has maybe screamed twice so far. Oh, has it really? Yeah, which uh, I have a pretty high horror tolerance, at least. I, I like believe it. it. Yeah, you like scary shit. Yeah, now the first time, I think it was kind of because I got out of it and then I put myself immediately back in a scary situation. What happened was like, um, there was one part where, you know, I had to go up a certain place. So I end up, I put down the controller, I put it on pause, I went around, did things around my apartment for like 20 minutes, then came back, unpaused the game, I walk like five feet, and then somebody jumps out at me. Got like, you. You just weren't ready. Yeah, that I was not Mentally, ready at yeah, all. Okay, okay. And then the other time, I just started it here, and um, pretty much there was some... I fucking hate the molded creatures. They're just disgusting and terrifying. Oh, yeah, yeah no, they are... This is one of the grossest games I've played, honestly. <laughs> but uh, no, one point, like, I was in the main hallway, and there was two molded there. So uh -huh. I was just trying to run away and get around one of them. And then I go up the stairs. There's one immediately right there facing me. That one made me scream. Scared to shit you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, no, they've, they've done a very good job of it so far. A lot of people were worried because, you know, this is uh, not the first time it's gone uh, first person, but the first time a main series as an evil game has gone first person. And uh -huh. uh, they've, don't worry, they've done a fantastic job of it. Yeah, it was, it was, again, what I saw was really, really, really good. And uh, I don't know, it's, it's, I, even just watching, I don't really want to say anything, like, because, again, if people are here that haven't played it or are going to play it, but... Uh, I'll say be, be vague about it. Like, the way I was describing it, I was being vague so that you know the situation okay. I'm in, but, like, there's no spoilers. 
Got you. Well, I'll say, okay, so like the first episode I watched was 45 minutes long. And in that first 45 minutes, when it basically was setting up for like kind of what's going to happen, I was by the end of it like, oh, fuck. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy, dude. You're like, oh, my God. Like, it, do- it does not give you a lot of time to like – it kind of just throws you into it basically is what I'm getting at. Like, once you get past an initial point, it just like – you're like, man, this thing's gonna be a twisted fucking game. The the pace is fantastic on it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Do you know how long it was in the in the works for? Uh oof, I don't know. It's probably been in development for at least two years, I would say. Um Resident Evil 6 came out in, I want to say, 2012. Um, okay. but they haven't been developing it since Resident Evil 6. They probably yeah. started maybe shortly after that or something. Um it's so great, though, just due to the fact that uh, Resident Evil 6, I thought, was absolutely horrible. And then this is just like, no, it's going back to this mainstay. Um, I did think of this today, and honestly, I don't think that they should stay first person for the other Resident Evil games. Um, but I felt like this was a very good delve into it. Um, I haven't played really any of the Resident Evils except for like a one of the two old ones a little bit. Um, I played a little bit of a remastered one on PS4. Um, oh, that was uh, Resident Evil 1, right? Was it 1? It might have been. Mm, I think it was because you, you had gameplay of it, didn't you? Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, it, it was okay. the first one. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I know, like, my buddy that I live with here, he's a big Resident Evil fan. He's played through quite a few of them, and he told me that he thought both 5 and 6 were pretty garbage. Yeah, uh, f- 5, that's because they pretty much turned it into, like, Gears of War Resident Evil, and then uh-huh. Resident Evil 6, which is like, Resident Evil 5 is a good action game. Um, yeah, Resident he, Evil he just 6 was really horrible s- all over. He just basically told me that they weren't really scary. Mm-hmm. So, and while this one, he's like, nah, this one, like, is, they're like, they nailed it. Like, it feels more like what Resident Evil is supposed to be. Yeah, no, I uh, I actually, in my first impressions video, I forgot to say this, but, like, I generally, um, what is it? Um, I generally, like, got anxiety playing this game. Yeah. Like, when I first started playing it, when I got into the house, um, I, uh, I I was getting anxiety off that, just like returning there, and I had to like kind of calm myself down, and everything, and then like you know, just you're you're on edge when you're playing it. At least if you let the game get to you, like I was, like I really like getting into that whole headspace. Um, but then when I got to the first safe room, or like the first or second one, but uh, one of them at least in the uh, one of the corners of the house, uh, when I got there, you know, it's like it's a whole different lighting, different atmosphere. There was music playing, and. I just breathed this huge sigh of relief. Like I legitimately felt incredibly safe in there in this like nightmarish filled world. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Um, did, um, as your girlfriend, wants you played it all or no? Uh, no, she hasn't watched it at all. She, uh, my girlfriend, uh, just for the record, she doesn't play games. Um, but like the things we have done, like she'll pretty much watch me play game and she very much enjoys watching. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's an RPG fan. Like when I met okay. her, um, she was telling me about like the Witcher and Dragon Age and she's a big cool. fan of those games, okay. but she's never, ever played any of them. Um, and even so then she's tried to play a few and she's not the best at it. Um, yeah, no, I could try and run Resident Evil by her. Um, we didn't play it this past weekend, but I asked her about it. She's like, well, I don't like horror games that much, but if I'm with you, it's okay. Yeah, I was just curious, like, if you happen to play around here, like, if she thought, if she was, like, freaking out, too. Because I know, that, like, I was trying to get my girlfriend to even watch one of the playthroughs with me. Um, 
and she i put one on one time when she was over and like looked over at her three minutes later and she was on instagram so i was like great but uh yeah i was just wondering if like because i i could like my buddy's wife has been watching it a little bit with him and she's like sitting in the chair like freaking out too so we kind of all watched it together it's been really fun so i was just kind of curious if she had like watched you play it at all but like whether she thought it was scary or not or whatever i'm sure she would think it's scary yeah definitely yeah it's definitely yeah, mm. no. So so far, I mean, kind of just o- overall consensus of Resident Evil, at least for me, highly recommend it. Pick it up. Isn't there um, isn't there another really big horror game coming out this year? Is there another really big horror game coming out this year? Yeah, I think there's Pro- like a, a version to like a number two of uh, one that was really. Is it? Um, give me give me one second. Let me see. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Cool. We'll get this all figured out. I guess in the uh, in the meantime, uh, something else I've gotten into. I need to. I haven't done any videos on this yet, but three um, D printing. I guess now um, maybe I should start calling myself like Mr. Mario Nine Thirty or Dope Spider <laughs> Twenty Eleven. <laughs> it's it's Outlast too, by the way. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you know, I just want to say, kind of skirting back to the Resident Evil thing, a lot of people were saying, they're just like, oh yeah, Resident Evil 7's ripping off of Outlast. And I'm like, if you play them, if you play Outlast and you play Resident Evil 7, they're both incredibly different games. Um, just in terms of, it's one of those things when you look at them, um, they look the same. They're both, you know, in the dark, first-person horror games. It's like, no, they play completely differently. Uh, and then on top of that, I actually didn't think Outlast was scary. I thought it was funny. Is the storyline similar or no? Oh, no, not at all. Uh, Outlast, you're going to a mental hospital, and you're a reporter there trying to figure out a story and uncover what's been going on there. And then uh, Resident Evil 7, you're finding your wife. Got you. Okay. Yeah, I didn't... I've never... Also, I never Resident, really... Evil, Resident Evil 7, they give you guns, and Outlast, they make you feel naked without weapons. So. Got you. So it's like one of those more like a hide-and-seek type game? Yes, that's okay. exactly what it is. You play hide-and-seek multiple times in Outlast. Got you. Those games are I, usually, actually, when I've seen those games, they're actually kind of uh, scarier to me, just because you feel so like vulnerable and you don't like. At least in Resident Evil, dude, you've got uh, guns and shit. You can fight back the monsters. While mm-hmm. other, there's other games I've seen. There's a game on PS2 that one. Long story. My old babysitter when I was very little. Um, she. The hot one. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, I guess I talked about her before. Do you? Um, she liked horror games, and she played a game where you're like this girl with your dog. And you get locked in this castle, and it's basically this big fucking monster thing. And you just like you're hiding under the bed, you're hiding in the closet, and like I don't, it's it's like a probably a puzzle style essentially, or survival horror, I guess is what it would be called. Um, but the way she described it, like that sounds very terrifying to me. Cause she says you're basically like um, you're, you're totally like vo- like not vulnerable. What's the word? Um, I can't think of the word I'm using, but it just you're you're helpless, helpless. You're, yeah. you're basically helpless. All you're doing is like scrambling, and then the thing comes in the room. You see its fucking feet like stomping around, looking for you and shit. Like, yeah. So those games to me, like that sounds terrifying to me because again, you can't run out there with like a fucking machete and take a swing at it. You're literally just like this little girl hiding under the bed from this monster. So mm-hmm. I don't know. That should just. I don't see the fun the, in it, but the way know. Resident Evil combats that is they limit you quite a bit on um. Uh, what is it? They limit you quite a bit on ammo. Got you. Yeah, so it's like, as I said, when I was like facing those molded, I was running away from them because I'm like, I got like three bullets across all my guns. I can't take on these things. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I mean, it's definitely an added element to it in the way you play it because it's you have to use your, you know, your shit sparingly, essentially. 
Mm-hmm. Hunting Grounds. I just want to see if this is the game he's talking about. It's, it's called Hunting Grounds. It's totally okay. it, I believe. Is it Hunting Grounds? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Hunting was, that, uh, was that PS2? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. cool. I actually never played that game. So, um, you, Belton, I think that, thank you for mentioning that. I should probably pick that up at one point. James is thinking it's 101 Dalmatians. Oh, yeah, no, no, he's close. Yeah, it's called... Uh, I mean, hey, if you're a puppy escaping Cruella de Vil, eh? <laughs> It's by Capcom, and it's a, um, uh, yeah, at least in 2004. So, okay. I've seen the cover, and I've, I've seen it several times, um, but I've never actually, like, seen it physically, but I've never seen any gameplay of it, and I've never played through it. I'd, I'd like to try it, though. I, I think I might end up putting this down to see if there's a good playthrough of it, because I'd like to watch it, just because, again, I just remember talking about it so much. How does he know? Have you played that game? I'm just, that's, that, to me, that's crazy, because, like, that's a... Uh, that's to me not like it wasn't a big game. I don't remember anyone talking about that game on PS2. No, you know, no, ever, it was. I just saw it in game shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and again, I only, I only knew of it through. Because it's expensive. I wonder what expensive means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably at least sixty bucks, maybe, or at least forty. Not sure. Yeah, I, I will say this to the person asking. I have not played Resident Evil Seven VR. I'm kind of waiting for my second playthrough on that because uh, it's already scary enough. Like right, right now, the the problem is too. And I, I swear, when I'm saying this, I'm, I'm just stating facts i'm not trying to brag or anything but like i have a decent enough setup in my living room like i have a like 55 inch tv i'm playing in 5.1 surround sound and then um i'm on ps4 pro so everything looks crispy on there which is nice um but the thing is with these horror games the better setup you have like even if you have like a really nice headset or something the more terrifying they become dude it's a fucking expensive game bro how much is it talking about 100 bucks okay Keep yeah, a second I mean, seed for it. It's 80 bucks. That's insane, dude. I wonder if she has it. <laughs> like, hey, you remember that game? Do you have it? Can I have it? <laughs> yeah, it's like, hey, I'll give you like 20 bucks for it. It's an old PS2 game. It's not worth that much, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. Wow. I mean, you can play it. Dude, they have... I haven't really played too much. They have pretty good PlayStation 2 emulators or no? Yeah, they do. Um, PSX2, okay. that's the last one I used. Um, and it was pretty okay. solid. I used it on my old computer. I haven't installed any emulators on my new computer yet. Okay, but you were able to get, like, decent frames and stuff like that? Yeah, and this was a few years ago. Okay, so I'm sure with, like, current builds and stuff. And uh, well, if it's been a couple of years, they might have even updated it to be even better at this point. Oh, yeah, no, it's it's much better. And, you know, PS2 emulation is kind of a bit of a rocky road, but it's still totally doable. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, I got my horror talk out of the way. I just, you got me talking about horror stuff, and then I got excited because it's, like, nostalgic for me, you know? I'm this little kid. (laughs) No worries. I mean, I I remember one of my first game nightmares was from Resident Evil 2 where I played through, um, I I remember the first time I played Resident Evil 2, I touched it, I played it up until I got off the bus, and then I died, and I went to bed immediately after, and I had a nightmare that zombies were eating me in a dungeon. It's terrifying. Well, how oh, it was absolutely terrifying. I told my brothers that story too. I'm like, that's why I don't recommend playing horror games when you're a kid. How old were you when uh, or like, roughly I was like nine? Wow, your your parents let you play horror games when you're nine? My mom was chill with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was not my parents at all, man. It, yeah. I didn't get to play teen until I was like teen, and then M was like, <laughs> I was like 15 or 16 when I was allowed to play M games. Like, I had to hide them my whole life. Oh man, my my parents were uh, well. My dad was kind of a bit more strict on it but my mom was pretty chill about it her whole rule in the house was if i don't let you play it here you're gonna figure out a way to play it so yeah, i just might as well let what, you play it now yeah, that, totally. yeah 
Yeah, and I think there should be some limits on there. She was pretty lenient on the on it, a bit too lenient in my opinion, but it's still yeah. me at least for the stuff that I like and all that too. And like those memories, they're, they're, they're still fond memories even if they're terrifying to me. Well, I think that uh, maybe a little bit of the reason like me not being able to play those scary and horror games when I was little is the reason why I'm so terrified of them now. I just and wasn't I think, exposed to them, you know. And I think it's the it's it's the opposite for me, where the reason why I was exposed to all those horror movies and games and all that stuff when I was younger is why I have such a high tolerance now. And like, yeah. there's like horror movies I watch, and I'm just like busting out laughing at them. Yeah. Well, me the whole time, I'm like, I feel like I can have a heart attack at any second right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably it's probably a little bit of like desensitization to it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I was absolutely desensitized. Also, I, I feel like I am desensitized to at least virtual violence because of all, you know, the M-rated games I was playing when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that the only shooting game I was allowed to play at all, my mom didn't even like it, was GoldenEye. She'd, okay. she'd come, in, you'd come into my room, and I remember we had to, like, uh, change up the settings so that way it was fucking paintballs. And I was like, no, mom, oh. it's just paintballs. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, dude, it was all sorts of funny shit. And then even with, like, I remember with uh, COD 4, dude, my mom would come in on, that's like PS3 days, dude, and she saw me and my brother playing it, was like, what is this? And we just told her it was a demo, dude, and like, we told her for the like the whole year we played it, like, it's just a demo, like, man, you guys are playing this demo a lot, I'm like, yeah, it's just a lot of fun, and she's like, do you have to play this demo? And yeah, it was, my most of my life, dude, other than like, um, platformers on older gen consoles, it was after that, like, racing games and shit, dude, up until, um, up until like junior year of high school, and finally my mom was just like, you know, just no Grand Theft Auto and don't play it in front of your brother. So I gotcha. Yeah, my parents were still even iffy with the whole Grand Theft Auto thing, but then it got to the point they're like, You've been playing all the because I even told them straight up, I'm like, I've been playing all the other games, guys. Like, if you're gonna block me from playing the newest Grand Theft Auto, what are you gonna accomplish? Yeah, exactly. I, I think that my parents might have heard things, you know, like in articles online yeah. and shit about Grand Theft Auto and you're you know, murdering my- cops and stuff like that, and you know. Mm-hmm. So I it was because there was even like um I know that World of Warcraft has had a lot of bad uh rap in articles and stuff like that like there oh, was absolutely. a kid that like killed his parents or something like that when they took the internet at least that's what the article said I don't know if there's more to the I mean, story or not games and media in general I remember also like even Beavis and Butthead for example that was just completely hated by parents because like one of the more infamous stories is there was a kid who watched an episode of Beavis and Butthead where they set something on fire like they either set a house or a shed on fire so then he decided to emulate that and he ended up either partially or fully burning their house down yeah yeah, yeah, d- definitely. Uh, video games have been ridiculed and like uh, harshly c- criticized by media over the years. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's definitely getting less and less, dude. Like the only game I could think of really in the later years, oh, we were watching a video actually, me and my buddy the other day, uh, about some of the games and like um, Postal. I think was one of them. Oh yeah, well Postal, that's a game that's that that's offensive for the sake of being offensive. Yeah, it's a pretty fucked up game, dude. Like a lot of the stuff in there, you're like, it's yeah. You can uh, like you fucking cat cats or silencers and shit like that, dude. And uh, you can fucking piss on people. Um, but uh, there was another game too that was not that long ago. Um, it was like a click shooter. Um, uh oh, uh, hatred. Yeah, that one got pulled from Steam, right? I don't know if it got pulled from Steam. I don't think it did. I think you can still pick it up. Mm, I don't know, man. Did, yeah. did you play Hatred? No. Okay. I watched some I watched some gameplay on it and some videos on it, but I didn't actually uh, uh 
I will say this. I only played it one time, and um, I feel like, you know, as sadistic as this is, they did a good job putting you in that headspace. Um, due to the fact that it's like, you play through it, and you're like, wow, you really do feel like a dude who just hates all of humanity and is going around. Like, at one point, you know, I was going around neighborhood gunning down people because that's, like, the first map you're in. And then I just end up busting into house party and started killing everyone in there. And it's like, wow, this is... Like, this is a serial killer simulator. They're not trying to cover it up or anything. Like, the whole premise of it is a guy who looks like a super goth dude who yeah. has the arsenal of weapons, who hates the world, and wants to kill everyone. That yeah. is literally the story of it. And they do a good job at delivering that, whether you think that's, you know, good or bad. Uh, but overall, the game, I mean, aside from that, is just kind of repeats over and over and is a bit mundane. Um, as I said, I I played about 20, 30 minutes of it, died, and then closed out of it. I was like, well, I got to play it. That was definitely a tiny bit disturbing, um, but still interesting. And I've not had a reason to boot it up since then. Yeah, it's still, I guess, on uh, on Steam. It's only like fucking $6 right now. Um, only 6 bucks. Damn, that, yeah. it's like a $20, $30 game, I think. Yeah, but uh, dude, looking at the, just the last couple of feedbacks, it says... A perfect game for those who work in retail. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't believe they allow a game like this. 10 out of 10 would burn people alive again. Um, showed me the best way to help people. Uh, um, it, it, like, some of these fucking comments, dude, is like a, a great game to let out some steam. It's kind of like Pokemon, I guess. Buy it for your kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking fun. Some of the Steam uh, reviews on different games are fucking hilarious, dude. Like I've gotten a good chuckle out of a lot of them see my uh uh one of my friends at tanner well you you know him but he uh said he believes that this was a parody game and by that he means there's so many games like for example grand theft auto yes you can turn it into a murder simulator mass murder simulator but that's not you know the actual story of it and that's not the point of it you know mm -hmm. there's an actual storyline and a telling tale and everything and normally they're pretty good at least in yeah. my opinion yeah, while as hatred it comes out and it's like no there's no bullshit here this is the story you're a guy you hate humanity you have a bunch of weapons kill everyone yeah yeah it's pretty wild dude like yeah uh, it's not it's not a thing of like good versus evil or you know revenge or anything it's like no you're killing as many innocent people as you can to kill as many innocent people as you can yeah there's no i, I can see why that's not something that modern society really likes especially like maybe in the like the times we're living in dude where there's so many innocent people being killed all over the world anyway i, I don't know man but it, it's still on steam so obviously like it hasn't gotten any real big trouble it's probably just been like well, media of last well i mean it's ao so they can't sell it in most retail stores so they did a digital download of it and mm -hmm. then you know it came out a lot of people bought it and played it and realized that it's not really a replayable game. It doesn't have much replay value, and they stop playing it. Yeah. I mean, that's that's about it with it. Um, the I hype think... factor is done over. It, it, it stopped being hyped like shortly after release because people got to actually play it, and they're like, oh, this is a bit boring. Yeah. I, I think, though, that they still made a pretty good amount of money, and I think that all the negative oh. publicity did a fantastic job for oh, sales. Yeah. Yes, it did. And I think the funny thing is, as well, too, is uh, the game is banned on Twitch but allowed on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know it was banned on Twitch. Yeah. Um, I think all AO games are banned on Twitch. Got you. Yeah. How but many fucking AO games are there, dude? 
Uh, there's not too many. Uh, companies really do not try and create AO games just because when you create a game that is AO, you severely limit where you can sell it. Like, for example, Walmart will not stock AO games. GameStop will not. Um, Target will not. So okay. you really can't do a physical pressing of an AO game. Got you. Yeah. No, I don't know of any, really, except for this one, I guess you're saying. But uh, huh. Yeah, no, it was... Well, technically, okay, I guess... Um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, the first print of it is actually technically AO. Does it say that on there? Uh, they had to put stickers on it. Uh, what ended up happening was, did you ever hear about the hot coffee mod? Yeah, it's like fucking. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, it is yeah. like fucking. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually watched it. I watched the gameplay. Oh yeah, I watched nice it too. Yeah. Yeah, but no, what happened was um, it was just, it was technically in the game. It was a very buggy uh, sex mini game that was in there, and they just commented out the code. They disabled it. That's all they did. Uh, and it was in the PS2 and Xbox versions, and then also the PC version. Nobody knew about it, though, until the PC version came out, because at the time, like, modding console games wasn't as common. So people started immediately ripping open the PC version. And then they saw there was this entire sex mini game built in there that was kind of unfinished and buggy, and you just had to end up running a patch to re-enable it. So because of that, then, it, I thought this was silly. Like, the, the ESRB, they ended up um, making um, Rockstar... Well, they didn't make Rockstar do anything. They pretty much re-rated it as an AO. So a lot of stores were just trying to get rid of it. They had to rebrand it. And then Rockstar ended up creating a second pressing of it that yes. had the game completely removed, like the mini game completely yeah. removed. Um, so you couldn't access it at all. And I think it was more because um, the ESRB, they cited that even though you couldn't access it, you needed, you needed to modify the game in order to access it. But they said that the sex mini game was in there already. It was not added by modders. So therefore, they saw it as an AO rated game. Gotcha. Yeah, but the the reason why I say it's silly is because a few years later, um, Rockstar released Manhunt Two, and at first that was AO, and then because the executions were so violent on there. Yeah, I remember seeing the cover. The cover was like a fucking. Yeah, I thought that was a good game. Wait, didn't Um, you make a mask of that? Uh, from the first one, yeah, the smileys. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was like, my friend Natasha actually made it. Shout out to her. I just watched and filmed it. Okay. And paid her for it. But um, no, what ended up happening was uh, the executions were so violent, they actually had to delay the game by two weeks because they got an AO rating. And Rockstar, they don't want to make an AO game because they want to actually fucking sell their game. Yeah, of course. So they end up putting in sensors on there. And like they pretty much obscured all the stuff. Shortly after the game came out, modders actually found a way to remove those sensors. And so a bunch of people, they they immediately refiled it to the ESRB, like Angry Moms and all that. And they're like, you need to make this AO. And... This time the ESRB said, no, we're not going to, because they said that you have to modify the game to remove the sensors, which makes sense. Um, mm-hmm. And then you might see say, like, well, you had to do the same thing with San Andreas, but they said, well, you're modding the game to remove something. It's not something that was already in there, and Rockstar has shown that they made a conscious effort already to block that out, to, you know, obscure it a bit and get the M rating. Gotcha. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm looking right now. There's actually a list. There's not that many AO games, like you said, dude. There's probably like 20 to maybe 25, and they're pretty much all just strong sexual content. Yeah. Blood and Gore, too, and a couple, but I'd say at least 60 to 70% are just strong sexual content. The games are literally called All Nude Glamour, All Nude Cyber, All Nude Nikki, The Joy of Sex. Uh, man- oh, you said Manhunt 2? Uh, Manhunt 2. Uh, no, Manhunt 2 was M. 
originally AO, but was edited by Rockstar. Okay, exactly what you just said. Uh, wait, didn't you say it was Manhunt 1, though, that was supposed to be AO? Uh, well, oh, no, Manhunt 2 was supposed to be AO. Uh, Manhunt okay, 1 yeah. was rated M the whole time. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly what it says. It says 2009, an uncut version was released for PC. Both cuts were also reviewed. Uh, <laughs> wet the sexy empire. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so most of the AO and... games are just for, you know, extremely, you know, strong sexual content. There's not many AO games that are um, truly, you know, just, like, removed. Well, truly just, like, violent games. Yeah. Is is Thrillkill gotcha. on that list? Is what? Thrill Kill. Look that up. Uh, it is on the list. Okay. It says yeah, it was canceled, the game. It was canceled, yeah. I, I did a video on that. That was actually, it was it, it was interesting. Um, they had to, uh, the game got rated AO, um, and then they ended up censoring it a bit. They removed two or three things from the game to bring it down to an M rating, uh, but then the game got canceled. Is there any um, any beta shit on it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. no. Um, there's a PAL beta, a NTSC beta, and uh, technically NTSC censored and NTSC uncensored versions. There's also slight variations of all those. I still have never, ever seen a copy of the censored version floating around, but the uncensored version you can find quite easily. So that's I've, I've played it quite a bit. Virgin, Virgin doesn't make games anymore, right? No, they don't. Huh, that's interesting. I actually think, I feel like I've heard you talk about Thrill Kill before. I think we've probably talked about it. I think I think we did too. Um, I think when we were talking about potentially modifying, I think it was on one of our episodes of Mod Chat. In honesty, um, mm -hmm. when we were talking about, um, like first getting into modding and all that. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. That that's yeah. the game that introduced me to mod chips and boot discs. Okay. And yeah. Like, okay. Then that's totally yeah, what it was. Then. Because I wanted to play that game. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was like, no, oh, I know we've heard you talk about it. Yeah, so that's what it was. And so it was probably on our How Did We Get Into Modding episode. Exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's yeah, no, that was, that, those were fun times. Uh, I didn't know that thing about Vice City Assets. Who knew? I didn't know about that either. That's interesting, though. So he had said that, um, what is it? He He said... I believe that there were vice leaked Vice City assets in San Andreas, which is strange because Vice City came out two years prior. So I guess there were like unfinished beta assets for Vice City floating in there, which I can believe that. Like even if you rip uh, San Andreas, for example, like when I was like recently back at my Xbox games, there's like the, one of the main image files in there is GTA3.IMG. So these games all use interconnected things. Huh. That's weird. Um there was a PS1 game that's rated. Yeah, yeah, Pixel Butts. Do you do you know what game that was? I know because we've we've been talking about Thrill Kill here, but this one was just canceled and then leaked out. Huh. That is weird. Yeah. I don't know. Game ratings are interesting. It's funny because here, like, we make a huge big deal about them, while as uh, like overseas, for example, um, I I see you know like five or six year old kids playing Grand Theft Auto and uh, like uh, what Grand Theft Auto and like Counter-Strike and all this is like in Jordan when I went there because like there all the games are bootlegged and then like nobody gives a shit about the ratings. Well, USA in general is pretty anal about a lot of things, man. Yeah, but it's like the the UK has um, their own system. They have Peggy and uh, then uh, Japan has a system as well too. But like in the Middle East, I honestly don't know if they really have one over there. Um, even so, I noticed... Uh, uh, I, I've noticed a bunch of people like it seems to be outside of the U.S. seem to be a bit more lenient on you know what they allow people to play and such. Yeah. 
Yeah. What? Yeah, that's true. Well, Peggy, do you, what are their ratings? Are they similar to? Uh, like they have like an eighteen and. It's it's an age on there, um, but it's like plus three, it's like three plus or five plus or fourteen plus. Yeah, well, I heard it say Peggy eighteen on like yes. commercials, you know, stuff like that or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the exact same thing I was thinking of too. <laughs> Peggy <laughs> eighteen. <laughs> that shit's funny. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well, do you want to talk about your printer or what? Uh... Yeah, sure. I'd be down for that. So. I'll be doing a separate thing on this as well, too. Um, but for any anybody who uh, hasn't been following me, at least on social media here, which, hey, if you want to, cool. If not, it's all good. Um, I'd recommend Twitter, though, mostly. Uh, I ended up getting a 3D printer. Now, this thing, it's a $200. You can get it out of the box, pre-assembled 3D printer, and uh, it's from Monoprice. And Daniel actually did a fucking awesome review of it. Like, it was so good, I saw that review. And within an eight-hour time frame, I decided to get a 3D printer like shortly after getting that. Um, so definitely like Daniel, major shout out props for making that video. That was fantastic. Thank you. I was I was actually extremely proud with the end product when I watched it. I was like, I'm, this is this is good. <laughs> so it's nice. I, I it's it's doing good like in terms of feedback. I have one quick question before you continue because someone sure. told me the other day. So out of my last two videos or out of my last few videos, one was a live stream and two were recorded. The last two videos I made were actually scripted, which I know, I'm sure you know. I could, I could honestly tell they were scripted. Yeah. But my question is this. Do you like them? Because they're doing really good. And mm -hmm. I have only had one person out of, I mean, there's probably been a total of like 40 to 50 comments on both, like combined or whatever. Um, I had one guy saying, hey, I don't know if you just started doing this or not, but, you know, don't script it. It doesn't sound as good. But for me, the only thing I like about scripting is that, I know that I'm getting my points across versus off the top of my dome. Like I can pre-plan and be like, okay, this is what I want to talk about. This is how, like, I get that I can do points, but do you think it sounds bad scripting? Like, obviously I can, I can work a little bit. I'm making it sound a little more natural. I'm just curious. Like you actually nailed it right there. That's my only criticism of it. Honestly, I could tell it was scripted just because it didn't sound that natural. And the only way you could do it, I just recommend keep practicing a bit. Um, Cause like, even when you did that, was that your first take on the recording or did you do several takes? Um, uh, I, the thing is I didn't, re didn't record it all in one thing. Like I would say a chunk and then pause, let myself get a breather and say a chunk. And so certain parts of it, I did record a couple times, but it was kind of all just like chopped together essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I got you. Um, even, I guess, because scripting does work pretty well. Uh, what I do, I've never really scripted too many things. It's more I do outline so I can get my data and point across. Like yeah. if I'm dealing with a lot of facts at once, yeah. I will, you know, uh, put it into bullet points. That works for me. Um, I'll say with the scripting thing, honestly, and this is not just to you, to anyone else. If you're yeah, reading yeah, off yeah. a script, um, it just takes practice. That's it. Got you. Because, I mean, I could totally do also as well, like bullet points where I have them and I, I can... Um, I can kind of just talk about a bullet point and then pause and then cut it all together in the end. It's just that one thing I don't like is that a lot of times when I'm talking in a video, it rants on a lot longer. And there's a lot of like, um, like kind of like, you know, when I don't really know what to say. Yeah, those, I can, those two videos you made were pretty concise. They were like four minutes tops. Yeah, which, well, I like that though. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know your videos are a lot longer and like your fans watch them. But for me, like, I feel like I don't have as much audience retention as you do. So I just kind of want to, like get my points out there and you know, that's kind of what works for me. Um, right. 
I guess I'll just have to play with it a little more, man. Maybe I can look up some tips on like, you know, yeah, like my, scripting. As I said, I mean, really, really my, my biggest thing, the only thing is I do like the scripted technique on there. It's just, just keep practicing at it. Yeah. And that way it will get, become more natural reading off a script. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thank you. I, I just, oh. yeah, since I had you in front of me right now, I'm just like, I'm going to just ask Mr. Mario see what he thinks. Okay. Oh. Dude, you were no. talking about the printer. So you yeah, said you yeah. Got the printer. No, so, so I ended up getting this thing. And uh, fun thing was, so I ordered it on a Tuesday. Thursday, I got it. And then Friday, uh, video's still in process right now. Um, so oh, th thank you. I guess people do come for the hats. Um, I actually, I had someone tell me that. Uh, but no, <laughs> um, there was um, my girlfriend then like helped me uh, record the unboxing starting on Friday. And we got the whole thing unboxed and I set it up. And then the thing broke after like five minutes. Um, the thermistor went out on there. I looked it up. That was it. And um, then I ran it by Daniel. Uh, Daniel was awesome enough to, you know, hop on Hangouts on like Saturday and double check it with me. And he's like, yeah, no, that thing is fucked up. Um, <laughs> one of those things, totally fixable. But you have to realize this is a $200 product I'd gotten and it broke after five minutes. Yeah. So at that point, it was like, well, why don't I just RMA it? Because also it was Amazon. It wasn't like I was dealing with a shady third party or anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I got my new printer on Sunday. That's been working. Uh, but 3D printing has been a really fun, exciting endeavor. I've never done anything like it. But I will say it, it's still, it is always a learning process because there's been at least twice where I've said, oh yeah, this is perfect. And no, then I have to go in and I have to adjust more things. Even prior to this now, I had a few prints that were coming out really well. And then I had some criticisms on them. And then I had to relevel my bed a different way. And I've been noticing things like that. And my prints are still not perfect, but at least like the foundation is getting there. Would you say that so far, most of what you've been having to work with is physical or software beside? In terms uh, of your slicer settings? Ooh, I would say de definitely more. Uh, I've spent more time physical, but it's definitely been more software on that side because like, there were times where when my prints were fucking up, I was like, no, no, I have to reset this. I have to reset this. I have to. Um, I, I kept re-leveling my bed. Got you. And I'm like, why the hell is this thing not working properly? Yeah. And then I, I looked into, you know, some settings and I was like, okay, I'm having this issue with my printer. Uh, what do I do? Or I'm having this or what can I do for better prints on here? And one of them, even I noticed it kept fucking up the foundations. Like whenever it was just, you know, laying down that first layer, um, yeah. and, you know, then you told me about brims and rafts. So I was doing that. I was trying rafts it worked and they didn't work as well. So I started going to brims, which have been working pretty well. But I noticed, even when I was saying the whole stuff, I was like, you know, it's almost like the the filament's coming out, but it's not coming out fast enough for the printer. The, the actual extruder's moving too fast. So I was like, you know what? This would be so much better if I could just slow it down. Why the hell? Oh, wait, I can slow it down. And I figured out how to slow it down. So I probably need to slow down the printing a little bit more, the actual printing process. But mm -hmm. for at least laying down that first layer, I now have it running at half the speed it was prior. And my foundations are coming out much better. What have you been using to slice it? What software? Cura. Okay. And because uh, um, I, I think I talked about it in my review. Yeah, I think I did. Um, but a max speed I'll run this thing at is 50 millimeters a second. Absolute max. Um, and most really? of the time. For yeah, 50 millimeters for uh, what? For printing itself? For the whole printer, yeah. Really? For okay, printing, I'm running yeah. mine at 150. I doubt it's actually running it at 150. Really? Because, yeah, I mean, it might be, but yeah, anything over 50 um, and the steppers are going to skip on this printer. 
Oh, so gotcha. Can, I, I have been hearing that quite a bit. Like, actually, like, physically hearing that. Yeah, because I, I would say, yeah, dude, I'm not going above 50 on this thing at all. Um, okay. The reason my, why I also did that is because I was using the cat G-code file as, um, the, the like, the file it came with um, as the basis there. And I saw also some recommended settings. It was, like, recommending 150, so I was giving that a try. But, yeah, no, I do I do hear. Are you talking about, like, where it just, when, when it starts skipping, it's just, like, kind of like that? Um. Well, I don't really know. I just okay. So like, basically, the stepper motors work off steps. So like, a certain click is a step. Like so, step, 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 yeah. step, and like, I mean, obviously, it's at a much faster speed. But if you go too fast, it'll skip a step. Yeah. No, my so, uh, my travel speed is 150 millimeters per second. That's insane. And then my, my bottom player, layer right? speed is 10 millimeters per second. It used to be 20. Okay. That's insane, dude. I mean, if it's working, it's fucking working. But even yeah. on my best printer, I won't go above 90 millimeters a second tops, dude. Mm-hmm. So, I got you. Yeah, so yeah. I, could, I could probably turn that down. I would slow it down and see. I mean, obviously, you have to decide, like, whether... whether Because it's going to, obviously, significantly increase your print time. Um, yes. You know, but... So you got to decide basically speed versus quality, depending on what you're doing, depending on what you need it to be at. But if you're doing 150 and you're getting shit that's looking pretty good, then fuck by all means. You know? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like my stuff right now, and I can even show you at one point, um, at least with uh, I'll give you more detail. Like it's it's looking pretty good. It's more it's kind of like some of the stuff is like a bit rough just because yeah. um, like I need like sand it and everything. Yeah. Uh, but overall, it's looking good. Um, cool. There are some more intricate details and such. Um, I would probably need to, uh, I'd probably need to slow it down a bit. Uh, and this is a whole learning process, you know, like the, the thing I also want to say with 3d printing, I've noticed is that, uh, it's much more accessible than it was years ago, but it's not a load and file be done process. There is so many tweaks and there's still a bunch of learning that you have to do with it. Even with a $3,000 printer, it's the exact same way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I have no doubts of that. Yeah, they don't just work at all. I mean, they're supposed to, um, but I've seen, like, I follow some of the bigger 3D printing channels that they get sent, like, the $3,000 Ultimakers and stuff like that. They have problems, too, dude. You mm-hmm. still got to understand, like, like even if the okay, even if the printer's functioning 110%, there's still a learning curve on the software, dude. No, absolutely. I mean, having yeah. a better printer, it might help out a little bit. Like, you might run into less issues and such. But yeah. it's not going to automatically make you a guru. It's like, no. for example, when I was um, um, I was learning guitar for a bit, and I need to pick that up again. But I got, like, a really shitty guitar. And because it was cheap. And uh, I remember one of my friends, she's just like, well, you know, if you're a shitty player, isn't it going to be bad all around? I'm like, no, actually, I used the shitty guitar for like a month and it was so bad, it actually went out on me. So I ended up returning it. I ended up investing in a nicer guitar. And just instantly I was like, oh, this is so much better play wise. It feels better, the quality. And I was able to improve. So it's not like if I buy a $3,000 guitar, I'm going to be, you know, the next Jimi Hendrix or anything. Um, nothing like that by any means, but there is kind of a bit where it's like, well, you know, if you spend a bit more money, if you invest in something better, um, then you are going to get better results and it might make the learning process a bit easier. Yeah. Uh, There's still kind of that stepping stone. Like for example, right now, I like, even with that, I got a cheap guitar. I didn't have to pay anything out of my, pocket for that at the time and i got confident enough where i was like okay i could do this let me get an actual guitar same with this it's like this is still a really good printer but it's like 
I would not get a $3,000 printer, printer right off the bat. I'd want to get like this printer, like a $200 one, and get better at it. And then when I'm like, okay, I'm liking this so far, uh, let's go ahead and get the $3,000 printer. This printer, I'm just saying right now, um, I wish I had done more prints with the stock setup before I upgraded what I did on Sunday because um, I can compare them side by side. But all I know is from like what I printed, at least just even after this little upgrade, this printer prints better than any printer I own, dude. That's it amazing. Prints, yeah, it prints better than the DaVinci that I've upgraded. It's probably the DaVinci was like a four hundred ish dollar printer, maybe five even at one point, and then I the pot end is another hundred dollars. So it's like a five to six hundred dollar printer. This thing prints way better than that, dude. The thing is too, you also have to remember that this is a twenty sixteen printer compared to your DaVinci. Which when did that come out? Because you got it about two uh, two or three years ago, but when did it yeah. actually come out? Let me see. DaVinci 1.0 release date. It's funny. I was, also, I was running it by my parents too, and like my dad was completely mind blown. He's like, "What? You spent two hundred on a printer?" And I was like, "Yeah, dad. And it's it's a pre-assembled, and it's a really good, reputable printer. It's not like a cheap knockoff printer." Yeah. No. It's it's a solid ass printer, dude. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have fucking like told you, you know, like, dude, no, this is the one. If you trying to get into it, I I've, I've been like. I've been raving about this printer to literally uh, yeah, everyone. It's, it's, it's worth it. I see, and it's it's funny because I actually tried to find this video on your channel the other day, and I probably just need to spend like ten minutes digging around for it. But I remember, dude, the very first three D printing video you made, where you end up making that like three D like Mario tribute thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the shrine, the N64 shrine. And I just remember the entire time you sounded so frustrated because you're like, okay, first off, I ran this thing and it was ABS and it made my entire room smell and it was really noisy and it took so long and it didn't <laughs> even finish and then all this is messed up and then to get it off because it was all stuck, I had to like pry this off hammer, the dude. bed. He's a hammer, the bro. ended up breaking. So now at yeah. point, I'm just like, well, every time I print, am I going to break my bed? Yeah, I was pissed, dude. It, yeah. it looks like it came out end of 2014, so it's we're going okay, on. So I mean, two yeah. two years makes a big difference. In it's a huge difference, yeah. But it's still though. I still will say to this day, DaVinci printers are not 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 very good, dude. Okay. Yeah, they they they're known to just be. Um, again, I know like again these people in the chat aren't really like. I don't think most of them are real big like enthusiasts about 3D printers, knowing everything about them. But if I were to like be talking in front of a thousand 3D printing people. Um, some people will be like, no, you know, I've got three. There's always the fanboys, dude. They're the ones that have like uh, not had bad experiences. But if you look at the overall consensus, they're they're just not good printers, dude, no, at I, all. I, and they're fucking huge, dude. And they're closed source. And <laughs> yeah, I was honestly, I was shocked at how light and small this printer was. Oh, it's beautiful. You take it out, and you're like, man, it's not even fucking plastic. It's yep. made out of a, like aluminum or metal, dude. Yeah, it's it's so sexy. You got a fucking little a screen and SD card slot and easy. Yeah, to and right now I'm using, actually using OctoPrint, so I'll even um I'll, I'll yeah I'll uh, actually throw this up on screen here uh, if anybody is watching because we also of course since this is a podcast there's an audio version as well too. Um, but no, this is let me find it here. Yeah. So this is pretty much what I'm working with, which this thing is called Octoprint. And what I did was I ended up, uh, you take a Raspberry Pi, you end up installing the image to it, you, you know, set everything up on there, and then you just end up hooking it up to your printer. And uh, then at that point now, I end up putting it on my Wi-Fi network, and from my computer here, I'm able to monitor everything. And it's pretty badass because it's like, you know, I can control the temperature. I can, of course, you know, pause, cancel, whatever I want to do. Um, when it's not printing, I can fully control everything from there. Uh, also, if uh, just in case uh, anyone doesn't know, it's kind of like 
because I didn't know anything like this, right? I thought you just downloaded the file and that was it. Uh, you end up downloading like an image file, which is your actual model, and then you have to slice it a certain way, which is these G-code files. And uh, Daniel and I do this by hand using a different program, but if you want to, you could actually set up a template in here, and then you could just drag and drop the file and use that template to slice it to your settings right there on the pie and then send it over to print. Yeah. Which, in all honesty, probably would be more convenient. My only thing is is that because I don't have a universal template on the way I slice things, depending on what I'm slicing, I do different layer heights, I do different infill settings and stuff like that. It just doesn't really bug me to slice it um, on the computer, especially since you have Octoprint. You'd, I literally slice it, save it to my desktop, click upload, hit print. Like, how hard is that? Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't really... It doesn't really bug me or, or phase me at all yeah and also especially since myself i'm still working on uh fixing up uh what is it like i'm still working on fixing up all these uh uh like the settings and everything so yeah. it's like i had a template in here that i thought worked and i had to replace it because i have another template and now i'm probably going to need to change my settings again here soon and different prints require different types of settings definitely some things like uh if they are um really thin then i'll probably do like 100 percent infill um just because I want them solid, like all the way through, versus like something big, unless it needs to be extremely structurally strong, I'll do like twenty percent infill because there's no need otherwise, and you're saving a lot of plastic. Because I mean, granted, filament's not insanely expensive, but again, dude, if I were to print like that Mario shrine that I printed, the reason why it took so fucking long was because you I had mean, it, this like, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, is that that what WC just sent right there? Yeah, shout out to WC. Yeah, I asked him to link me the video if he found yeah. it. It's dude, right that, here. Thing, that thing took like fucking 30 to fuck, like 30 to 38 hours, dude. What, 30? Yeah. No, it I was mean, I it was, believe it now looking at it. This thing is big. It's, it was huge and it was 100% solid, dude. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it took forever, and I I fucked it up. Like it didn't even it didn't look that good because it's not finished or anything. It, it's like. not. It didn't. It didn't. Uh, when I sliced it, I didn't know what I was doing. It, it didn't slice right. Like that's supposed to be an end, but somehow, some way, yeah. the slicer that that uh, uh, X Y Z has, even like the bomb bomb and the goomba on top and shit, they're not supposed to be submerged into the pillar. They're supposed yeah, to. Yeah, no, I see that because I remember when I first saw it, I was like, "What the hell is this supposed to be?" Like I can kind of see Mario. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was such a like. Such a fucking fail. That was, it, it took me such, like, that's why, okay, it's so nice. Like, I wish that I had had someone like me, like how I helped you with just those few things when I was getting into it because it was a very frustrating, not enjoyable experience for me oh, when I first got into it. No, no, I, I totally understand that. Yeah, I was absolutely miserable. One, again, this little printer is cheap and, and it works. This Imagine, like, spending 400 or $500 on, like, your Christmas gift for yourself, and then this motherfucking thing doesn't even work, dude. Like, mm -hmm. I was pissed, man. I was, And that's why you see my video. I made that video ranting. Like, I was like, dude, fuck this company. Newegg's return policy is bullshit on this. Like, I was so upset, dude. I was yeah, just... no, I, I remember that rant. That was, yeah. that was a good rant. Yeah, thanks, dude. Like, it, it's that video did really good. Like, it has a lot of dislikes, too, because some people are just like, oh, don't get a 3D printer if you don't know how to use it. And, you know, two years has passed, obviously. Like, now... I still stand by what I said, though. Fuck it all. But there's still a lot of people like nowadays that comment like, yeah, I have one guy just commented last week saying he bought um, XYZ has a different style printer. Um, it's not layer by layer. It's like it uses like a liquid or a powder and basically builds up off it. Much more expensive, um, much longer process, but fucking accurate 100%. Like, I mean, literally the okay. details are insane. Um, but he says he bought his for his $1,200 printer, dude, and it doesn't fucking work. And he's having a bitch of a time getting any help from XYZ. And that this is, is two years later. Point. 
Yeah, yeah, I remember I because I, I watched quite a bit of your videos about that DaVinci printer and like I know it was one of those things like I looked at it, I was like, Yeah, if I get a printer, I am not getting a DaVinci. No, yeah. No, yeah. dude, I mean Even so it's like because I wanted a printer like this where it's like I'm learning how to use it and I don't have to do too much to it. Yeah. Uh, but even you, like to get it to a usable state, you had to do how many modifications to it, and you pretty much dude, rebuilt the whole thing. I rebuilt the whole thing. This yeah, thing and I'm like, I don't want to do that. I really yeah. don't for something I'm just now learning how to do. No, this thing did not work right until I completely rebuilt the whole fucking thing. And that was, like, insane, dude. Like, even people that were, like, in a 3D printing, like, when they saw that, they're like, wow. Like, um, that video did really good because, um, well, no, 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 I'm not thinking of a different video. Because originally, I just flashed the firmware on it um, because I wanted to unlock it. So, because you had to use cartridges, bro, like cartridge filament, which And you had to use ABS, wasn't it? Yeah, 100%. You couldn't use PLA because they said they said it's coming, but they didn't fucking say when, and it took a long time. Um, Do they support PLA now? Yes. Okay. Yes, they so do. they at least supported it. They yeah. added it in. Hey. But, but it's more expensive, and um, again, you have to use their brand. So you can't just use, like, you know how you bought Mono Price, and I have uh, Hatchbox. You can't use that, which sucks. So you're paying, yeah. like, an extra 50 to 60%, which is, again, how they were supposedly – that's how they thought they were going to make their money back since the printers – these printers were really cheap for their time, dude. To get one for four, 500 bucks two years ago – No, I remember was that was – Really good. That was a very good deal. And yeah, now I which told is, my dad, I was like, yeah, no, dad, like, you bought yours for 400 bucks on sale. I bought mine $200. MSR. regular price yeah. yeah yeah dude i met one guy uh well no i didn't meet one guy one guy i follow on youtube told me that he bought three of these and sold one and kept two um apparently monoprice had a fucking stupid sale last year dude where there's 30 percent off these printers mm -hmm. dude that's oh, so really? cheap bro 30 percent off dude geez yeah so that's 140 bucks damn yeah 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 yeah, he says because it, it was a steal of a deal, so he stocked up and he has two that is like workhorses, and one of them he just flipped, which probably paid for like, I mean, one of or not one, but you know, it, it helped. Like that's yeah, absolutely. Vicious, so, but uh, yeah, it's phenomenal, dude. Yeah. What do you what do you have? Uh, I mean, I know what you've printed so far, mm -hmm. but what 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 do you have like on your to do list? Raspberry Pi oh, case, I'm sure. Right? A Raspberry Pi case, yeah, I need to do that. I'm actually printing out like a coaster set right now. So this guy is like he's a little design everything, and there's like Pikachu on there. I know you probably can't see him too yeah, well. Yeah, no, you can kind of see him. Oh wait, wait, yeah, 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 at the angle, it looks tight, dude. The pattern's yeah. sick. It's yeah, pixel. yeah, no, and this is like twenty percent infill and everything. But no, yeah. like this one's actually this is actually a really nice coaster that came out. Um, as I said, the Foxhound one, I was surprised at how nice that was. I left it at work though because I'm gonna be giving it to a coworker. Um, and this is nice too because now it's like I'm giving like I'm printing out some gifts for friends uh, just either like ones for th this one I'm making the Zim one it's for a birthday yeah. um, hopefully the guy watching doesn't see it uh, well hopefully the guy who the guy whose birthday doesn't see this but um, yeah. you know, that's going to be a birthday thing and uh, then there's uh, other ones like um, just like uh, the Foxhound one uh, one of my coworkers really likes Metal Gear Solid so I'm like here you go and it's, it's kind of like even if people reject these it's like no you're actually doing me a favor because the more I print, like I'm breaking this printer, I'm learning how to do it, and uh -huh. I'm fine-tuning my settings and all that. So it's actually like doing me a favor if people can take these from me and, you know, offload them. Yeah, well, I, I'm telling you right now, I have a tin under my bed with just some, like, prints that I've kept and stuff like that. But I've had to throw a lot of prints out um, just because it became, like, a hoarding thing, essentially, you know? Yeah, that's that's a thing I had to think of, too. Like, I talked uh -huh. to a friend about it last night, and I'm just like, yeah, you could print out a bunch of little random things. But, it's like, I kind of don't want to fill up my apartment with 3D printed stuff. 
Um, one thing that I saw exists, um, it was like a couple thousand bucks, and there's another one that I think is in the works, but they need to come out with a cheap way for, I mean, even, dude, if it's like 400 bucks, I'd probably buy it, but a way where you can throw failed prints into it, and it meshes it back into a spool. Isn't there, um, somebody was telling me there is a printer, was it you or was it my manager or someone else? Somebody was telling me there's a printer that ends up taking all that waste and uh, reuses it. I don't know. I've done research on it a few times. I think the last time I looked was two months ago because my buddy's wife was like, um, is there not a way to reuse it? And the only thing I've seen was a pretty like, one was very expensive, again, a couple of grand, like $3,000, and one was very complex, like a homebrewed system. And the homebrewed system basically, it took the prints into these like jaws and the jaws basically like, you know, chop, 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 chopped it down into really fine pellets. Okay. And then the pellets were then went through something else, which then melted it. And then they were somehow pushed through like, um, pushed through something with like water that then like took all the like extra bullshit off. And then it, it rewrapped around a spool. And that's, I'm just saying like, that's pretty cool. I, it, the thing is it needs to become a thing because again, well, the cool thing is PLA is biodegradable. So at least it's not like, uh, you know, really doing much harm to the environment. But I still think um, even for the sake of money, it'd be nice to be able to reuse your shit. That way, if you're prototyping, dude, you know, like you can, okay, this prototype was no good. Then instead of throwing it in the trash, you know, you could just fucking throw it in the junker and remake it. By the way, I was also going to correct my, myself on this. So I'm looking now, I'm loading up Kira and my printing. So I was looking at, at the advanced section where the travel speed was 150, which I probably need to slow that down a bit. Uh, okay. But no, my print speed is 50. Okay, perfect. Yeah, okay. yeah, no, my yeah, bad yeah. on that completely. I was yeah, saying, no, I was... Dude, 150, bro, your printer would be like, it's fucking yeah, fast, yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> okay, that and makes sense. Well, just an Ultimaker can reach 150. Okay. Yep. Which I don't even know if I believe that, but that's fine. I mean, I, I think that um, you'd be, you'd be uh, sacrificing quality at that speed. Absolutely. There's no way, dude, that that thing's going to come out mint. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that, that was one of my only biggest downfalls with this printer. But again, at the same time, I didn't buy it for its speed, dude. No, I gotcha. I, it was the same thing for me as well, too. Like, I was like, this is, I, I don't really care how long it takes. Like, if, okay, if like a little coaster, like, this takes about three hours to print, which I'm like, okay, fine. Uh, but if this took like 24 hours, then I'd be mad. What layer height, dude? You gotta be printing a point one layer height, dude, for it to take that many hours for that thing. Uh, let me check on that real quick. If, if that's 20%, I would print that bitch at 0.4, which would make a tiny, tiny bit less detail, but I can have that printed in no no more than 45 minutes, dude. Really? Layer height yeah. is 0.1. Yeah, that's way too thin, dude. Okay. Yeah, dude, don't do any less than 0.2, um, but most things I do. Okay, so the nozzle on your printer is 0.4. Okay. People are saying you're not supposed to go above 70% of your nozzle size, so maybe just do 0.3 layer height. Um, but yeah, for sure do point two. And so basically if you were to just up it to point two, it cuts your speeds in, it cuts your time in half. How is that? Well, because it's doing the layers at point two instead of point one. So it's double the layer height. Mm, okay. Okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah. So like when it lays down a layer right now, it's only laying down point one at a time. And if you do yeah. point two, then it, it does twice as much plastic at a time. And then it would look better and everything look better i don't know point one is going to look really good because you're you're going really slow and really thin uh, detail okay. but for something like that dude like that's not very detailed where it needs to be that oh, i guess that's true yeah i only use point one dude on things like um fuck what do i do i don't use point one on anything bro yeah try point two try point two on something that you print 
like okay. like I'll give maybe that when you've shot. got some free time, print print like the exact same coaster at point two and see what the quality difference is. But your speed will be in half, and then decide whether it's worth it to you or not. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying, man, something like that, dude. You should be able to print that in forty five minutes, maybe an hour. No way, two hours plus. Gotcha. All right. Well, thanks. Yeah. I'll I'll take that. Uh, um, I'll take that into account then. Yeah, just give it yeah. a shot, dude, and then let me know because. For sure. I just. Yeah, I mean, I granted it. If you're like, whatever, I don't care. But if you can print it twice as fast and make it look as good, why the fuck not? You know? Of course. No, I got you so. on that. Yeah. I was going to say, no, somebody was saying here, mod chat is 3D printer chat. Technically, it's mod chat plus. But also, I knew this, I knew this is going to happen because I'm very excited about this. And I'm talking with somebody whose entire channel at this point is pretty much 3D printing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can move on to something else if you want. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was gonna say, uh, cause you gotta get out of here at um what is it you were saying, like six thirty, dude. Six thirty? Okay. So yeah, I got like twenty five minutes. Yeah, left. no, so how about this? We can uh if you all want to, you know, for the rest of the time Daniel's available, we can go ahead and do user interaction, which we've never done on Mod Chat Plus. So if you all have questions for us, let us know. Uh first question, ha- have you ever custom firmware a refrigerator from Exit? Exit. Um Yes. No. <laughs> I've never. I've actually. I don't know. I personally don't know anyone who owns a smart refrigerator. There's. There's so many damn things that are. So, not everything needs to be smart. Wait, that wasn't a fucking troll comment, dude. I know you can do it at this point. Mm, I thought it was. Fridges, thought it was I'm sure you can. You, you have to be able to. You know, reflash the firmware on there. That's wild. Yeah, I. Uh, I didn't know that. I. It's funny. I actually was just talking yesterday. Um, okay, so I have a 2014 Corolla, right? And a in the Corolla, 14 what? Corolla, Toyota Corolla. Oh, Corolla. Okay, okay. I, I thought you said curler, and I was like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, yeah I have a 2014 pubic hair curler. Um, <laughs> no, no, I have a 2014 Corolla, and it had it was the first model of Toyota like that year when they came out with their version of like it's like their touchscreen interface. And I remember back in 2014, I was like, man, this thing's like okay, but it kind of fucking blows. Like, I wonder if I can like flash it and install like Android or some bullshit over this. And um, I haven't looked into it in the last two years, but I like want to check again because I feel like there's got to be certain car stereo radios that you can probably flash, right? There, there are like third-party ones you can. I know even on my car. Um, so I, I got a, um, a newer car recently, um, last year at least. Um, and uh, what happened was it has Android Auto, which Android Auto is fucking amazing. I absolutely love it. Um, but mine came with it pre-configured, but some cars up until like 2014, 2015 cars, they don't have it, but they have the capability and you can download a update. Um, depending on your make and model, you can download an update, pop it onto a flash drive and flash it onto the car. Um, I haven't updated my car because uh, I haven't needed to, but I helped a friend update his Mustang and I was incredibly shocked at how unintuitive it was. What do you, like, what do you mean? Like how the way easy you do it, you have to format your flash drive to FAT32 to FAT easy enough. And then you have to yeah. pop a file on there and you have to load it in the car and you have to run the car in a certain way, wait a few minutes, and then you have to pull it out. You have to take this file, upload it to Ford's website. You end up getting an update file. You pop it on there. And then it says there's no progress bar. It says you have to put it in, turn on the car, do a certain thing, and then you have to wait there for 30 minutes. There's <laughs> nothing. It doesn't, it doesn't give you a status bar. There's nothing like that. There's no intuition. So I kind of just told my friend, I was like, dude, it's like midnight night i'm tired i'm gonna go home sit in your car for the next 45 minutes to be safe i'm gonna go to bed yeah dude so yeah, yeah no, it was a bad. horrible update experience got you 
She's just, <laughs> I haven't updated my car. What a world we live in. <laughs> I know. It's so weird I could say that, isn't it? Especially since, like, I was coming from a 2000 Camry. So, like, all of a sudden now, it's like, honestly, any car would have been a at least feature upgrade for me. So, like, even myself, I was like, oh, I mean, this has Bluetooth. That's cool. My old car didn't have Bluetooth. And then I found out Android Auto, which essentially I hook up my phone, and then my screen, like, my, my touchscreen there becomes a slimmed down version of my phone and awesome. i'm like oh this is really nice and now i'm like no now next necessity on a car i need android auto i th i feel like uh you told me about that when you got your car that you were fucking excited for that yeah i remember oh, you talking about that shit that that is my honestly my favorite feature on the car and it's not even an exclusive <laughs> feature it's just like yeah. i love it because i'm like i did i didn't have this yeah it's just something new you know i like uh like a um, modern um, um what is it Am amenity amenity uh, a modern amenity, I guess. Yeah. Amenity, yeah. Modern no thing. Spoiled, yeah. <laughs> um, what is it? Next uh, uh, other thing here. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, so uh, well, I guess we might be going back to this. Uh, what's a good place to start as far as 3D printers go? I would honestly say that the printer we talked about for 30 minutes, the Monoprice, uh, yeah, MP Select Mini. Yeah. That's my first 3D printer. I've been using it since Sunday, and I've learned quite a bit with it, and it is an excellent entry point, and... Um, Daniel, you can probably talk some more on that too. I don't want to only steal the thunder here. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm probably picking up a second one. Um, I know that um, weird. Um, I know that uh, Monoprice, I believe, in April is coming out with a second revision of it, um, as well as another printer that's going to be 150 bucks, which is even cheaper. But it's a Delta style, which. I don't think Delta style printers are very good um, beginner printers, even if it prints really well like this one does. Um, they just, I feel like there's more complications with them. Um, so my thing is like, if you want to wait, you can wait for the one to come out in April. But from what I've seen and what I've heard, the upgrades are very far and few, like a different and, knob. And even the, not only the upgrades, but even like the features that, because I think my, um, I think my manager had told me about that when he mentioned it to me. And essentially when I looked it up and when he told me it's a cheaper printer that has less features than this one, and it's about 40 bucks to mod the features back into it and add them in. Wait, which one are you talking about? Uh, but the mono, the upcoming monoprice revision. No, the revision on this one has the revision that's coming out for this one, is the same price, I believe, but it has, it has upgrades. Oh, I'm talking about the one that was, um, the, there's one that's come out for 160. Yeah. That's their Delta style one. So that one's basically, it's like the one that has no moving bed. It's like got three like spider-like arms yeah. that come down. Yeah, that's the one that's coming out. And that one, yeah, I, I don't. It's there's no way. I probably get one because they're so fucking cheap, you know. And I just just to make videos on and to mod and stuff. But I'm saying like they're coming out with the. It's called the Monoprice Mini V2. Like it's literally this printer, but version two. It's gonna be black. It's gonna have like a different knob. It's gonna have. Um, what the fuck else did I see? It's having a couple things. Um, like, I think you can upgrade the hot end easier on it. Um, maybe a little bit more structural support in the Z the Z uh, height. But the thing is, like, all of those things you can do with this one. Like, I popped off my knob. I'm going to be actually 3D modeling a new knob. I'm probably going to make a video okay. out of it. Um, so that's not a big deal. Like, that's not worth waiting for. Um, if the Z axis bothers you because it wiggles a little bit, I printed out some brackets that are available online and popped them into place that, that fixed that, which again, didn't affect print at all. I just made a little more noise, not a big deal. 
I was able to upgrade the hot end. Not a big deal. So to me, it's like nothing coming out was like, no, dude, hold the fuck off. This thing is going to just be night and day. Now, they're more like little improvements that the community has talked about over the past six months or so since it's come out. It's I, I, If I end up getting another one, if it's out, I'll get it because it's the same price. But if not, I'm just going to get the same one. I don't give a fuck. This thing's fantastic. Like, why, why you know, I, why do I want anything else? Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, then that that was a, that was a thing for me too. So like we bet we both definitely recommend the uh, monoprice uh, MP Select Mini. Um, and yeah, I know as I said, like there was there's a cheaper one that's coming out, but apparently for it's 160 bucks and for about 40 dollars you can re-add the features in there. It's like, well, I'm gonna spend the same price. Why why don't I just buy this now and not wait and you know not have as much uh, effort? Yeah, and specs aren't out on that uh, 160. I don't believe. Um, I mean, if you were at uh, if you were at um, ECS, EC, electronic conventions, ECS that doesn't sound right. No, that's not. Um, not right. Not CES. In, CES. That's CES. It. Yeah. So many acronyms. Yeah, it like, doesn't sound right. Um, if you were at CES, then I'm sure you like probably got to see it and stuff. But I haven't seen a single article that has like 100 percent like here's the data sheet, spec sheet whatsoever. So we're all like waiting on Monoprice to release it, but um. I think the build area is smaller too than this one even is. I can't quote on it, um, but based off what I saw, it's enclosure. It looks like it's going to be a little bit smaller. Um, gotcha. So, I mean, granted, again, like it's still you can learn on it and stuff, but um, I like the the area that I get on this printer to me is perfect um, for a huge like array of projects and things that you might need. Going smaller than this, I don't know that I'd really want. Um, again, unless it was just for fun type thing i am you know as like a learner but then why not get this one for i don't know we'll see man i mean they're doing it um and i'm sure they're thinking it's gonna sell otherwise why develop a completely other 3d printer but i just nothing about it to me other than the lower price tag of people who are like 160 bucks i i feel like they're more like for schools essentially to show kids yeah. like you know what 3d printers are and can do and stuff like that but i don't know man yeah, we'll see. We'll see in April if that's truly when it is coming out. But that's what it's been rumored at. And that's what I've heard. I've been seeing any, right. you know. Again, these are all allegations at this point. Right. So you uh you want to pull a uh, question? Yeah. Um. Oh man. Um. <laughs> yes. What is the question to answer? Oh, WC, are you troll? What is the question to answer? Life, answer universe, one? everything. Yeah, dude. It's Forty-two. <laughs> Stoicy is like <laughs> are you going to build a castle with your 360s oh man I don't have enough 360s but I built a cat enclosure <laughs> yeah see I still want to do that like I, I want to do a guinea pig enclosure but I don't have any guinea pigs unfortunately so I can't <laughs> yeah I've only got uh, like two so I won't be building any any castles um do this one dude this one's for you mr mario any opinions on the strategy difference between ps4 pro and the project scorpio all right uh, dano do you do you know too too much about those two what's been going on because i know you're into pc now you really don't like you don't have the xbox one or the ps4 no i mean i know about ps4 pro probably plenty um project scorpio i know little to know about uh at all i thought it was going to be vr uh well it's supposed to support vr um I haven't looked at leaked specs. I try not to do that with consoles because I'm like, hey, we'll get it when we get it. Um, PS4 Pro, it's definitely been... Um, they, they were touting these things as 4K machines. Um, 
the PS4, both of them, they have, they're going to have some games that do native 4K. They're going to have others that have like partial 4K. It's called checkerboard or sparse rendering, whatever the hell you want to do. It is, it's, it's kind of a bootleg 4K in a way. It's not upskill, but it's not native. Um, but the PS4 Pro, it's doing exactly what I expected, um, which is at first it was kind of rocky with the games with Pro patches. Uh, some of them were actually running worse, which I wasn't foreseeing at first. But now there's actually games coming out that are utilizing that hardware properly, and you're getting very nice boosts uh, in quality there. Uh, but then with Project Scorpio, I don't know what the hell is going on with this thing. Like, I'm planning on getting one whenever it comes out. It's just at first they were coming out and saying they're like, yeah, no, it's going to we're going to let developers decide what they want to do. And they said, well, no, we're going to aim for 4K. And they were originally saying it's going to be 4K uncompromised. And they were saying it's going to be a premium game console. And now apparently they're trying to target something comparable to the PS4 Pro in terms of specs and price, I guess, which is going to be more powerful than the PS4 Pro. But I'm not sure what's going on with this thing. I, I think it's just going to be one of those things. We'll, we'll get it and we'll see what the hell happens when, whenever it happens. Um but no, I, I think there's just, well, we're going to probably see a, a true reveal for Scorpio, like an actual hardware reveal in the next few months. If not, uh, we're going to see one at E3 for sure. There, there's no release, right? Like reset. Are they saying winter of this year, like holiday this year? It's supposed to be holiday this year. So probably yeah. November or December. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um. Uh, have you seen the Android app Moonlight? It lets you stream your PC game to your phone if you have an NVIDIA card and are on the same Wi-Fi. I have not. I, I haven't messed with that at all. That's pretty neat, though. Yeah, I haven't even heard of that. How would that work? Oh, so, wait. It just so really, can... it's, it's, it's a really good way of doing remote play from your computer. How would you play, like, you have to use a controller? Probably a controller or, like, a keyboard and mouse or something. Huh, okay. Yeah. I like that like it. it's a possibility. I'm just trying to figure out, like... I've done some things use. like that before. Like, there was one app I had on iOS. I don't remember what it was called, but I remember I used it for my computer, and it worked for, like, the two times I took it to the bathroom. It's <laughs> just like, I'm going to carry this on the toilet. Yeah, I, I tried it, and then I was like, oh, this is kind of annoying, but it works. Um, do you know anything about this? The, I just thought I saw that they can now fit the whole NES library on the Classic. Yeah, uh, well, I don't know about the whole NES library, but th this is the, the thing we were talking about with the NES Mini where, um, you know, at first they increased the game limit from 30 to 60, and then it was going up above that. And now, apparently, the last number I saw was you could add up to around 600 games. 600 games? You can now put it, because the entire NES library is under 900. Yeah. Um, but you can put uh, around, it, it's over 600 um, games that that's the last one I saw for sure and essentially you end up just creating folders and you dump all the games in there and that's uh with the built-in memory yeah yeah because wow. you can't expand the uh the storage on it yet got you um I have a question actually for one of our viewers um sure uh retro says that moonlight worked great for me he streamed his pc through his fire stick so you're telling me you're able to play your pc games on your tv that's cool as shit that is pretty cool. If um, it, it, you, you could do the same thing with, uh, what the hell was I using? Um, I guess Steam and home streaming, you can do that, but like you can't do it off a fire stick like what he was doing. Wow, he says, yep, that's fucking tight because I've got a fire stick right here and I'd be super pumped if I could just lay in bed with like a Bluetooth controller hooked up to this shit and play laying down sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, because, I, well... Go, go ahead. ahead. 
Dude, you owe me a fucking soda, Jinx. <laughs> um, well, I'm, like the bed's right here, so it's not really much of a difference, but it's just laying this way is more comfortable than laying this way. <laughs> no, I, I, I totally yeah. feel you on that. Yeah, so, anywho, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot what I was going to say. It Dude. wasn't, but yeah. No, right. no worries. I Bluetooth the controller to my Fire Stick. That's fucking tight, dude. Uh, you you look. There's someone. Tophead was talking to you. Yeah. Uh, well, we we don't really do the uh, we really don't do the the tech support thing on here. But I guess this is like I've never installed. He's asking one of the things I'll take. This is like uh, which is a simpler install. At least this uh, this is for 360 modding. A Squirt chip or a Cool Runner. I'd probably say Cool Runner because I didn't. I never heard good things about the Squirt. Yeah, it was, I made a video on it because it's just Ace, sexual. I've heard very good things about um, the Ace chips, uh, but I i don't remember ever hearing anything good about squirts. I made a video on him, though. Do you remember? Like, it's its literally sexual, like, the whole thing. No, I never saw it. Dude, their logo was literally, like, ah, dude, it was like like a dick coming. Hold on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> don't show it. No, don't. Well, no, no, it's not, like, it's not bad. I made a YouTube video a long time ago. It's not, like, bad, bad. Uh, it might not be like actually like a dick coming, but it's 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 like hold on, man. You yeah. gotta see it. I tell you, I won't put it in. Like was bad. something. The, the reason why I didn't like them either was because there was a, a big controversy of what happened. Where I guess they uh, they end up releasing their chips, and they were com directly competing with Team Executor at the time, and uh, they were saying, "Hey, it's like, hey, we got RGH two working first, and it's better, and all this other stuff." And uh, then they ended up releasing the Squirt uh, Glitch Programmer or something like that. And I remember uh, several modding sites immediately stalked them because they're like, oh my god, this is supposed to be amazing and it's so much cheaper. And then a few sites ended up, it was like one main site at least was stalking them for sale and then they took them off and they started bashing the team. And they said, this product is shit. And then Squirt ended up attacking this site. They're like, "No, like th these guys are lying." And the site retaliated back, and they said, uh, "We're we're not lying at all. Uh, the reason why we don't recommend your products and we don't sell them anymore is because they are shit, and you know they're shit, and we are not afraid to tell our customers that." Um, so I think even what happened afterwards was. Um, then that's I don't remember the selling site. I don't remember the retail site at all. Uh, but Squirt ended up uh, getting them raided. Wait, the website? Yeah. By the cops? Yeah, yeah. They ended up like reporting them somewhere. They end up getting raided or something uh, just because they're just like, hey, you won't sell our products and you keep bashing them. And, and then I just, I never really heard anything after that. But I remember I heard several other testimonies when other people tried them. They're like, yeah, they are not good. Yeah, I, I definitely, I think I had one of their chips at one point, but I don't think I ever installed it. Um, watch, watch this shit real quick, yeah? Okay. Okay, hold on. Let me see. I don't really, I, okay, go ahead. Sexual references and penis logo. Okay, 360. Yeah, yeah, okay, first off, can you see that? Okay, yeah, yeah, I see it. I see it. The 360 is a bit more, the, the 6 is a bit more phallic than it needs to be, or phallic. <laughs> okay, what's what's going on? Wait, I think it makes sound effects though. Hold on, let me see. Wait, I, I mean, we really can't hear it here. Oh, you can't? Mm -mm. Uh, shit. Yeah. Wait, 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 right here. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> right? Yeah. That's and that's like behind their their that's their company, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, <it's... 
that that kind of summarizes the maturity of the team, I guess. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to share that. I totally forgot about it. And you, like, I haven't heard the word Squirt360 in years. Yeah, no, they had know. that run and their products weren't that good. And then, at, especially after then, when they pulled that whole stunt with that uh, that company, well, that reseller that was uh, bashing them, then nobody wanted to sell their shit. Yeah. Yep. All right. Anyways, you, uh, uh, oh, I, I guess this will kind of be the uh, the last question here, and then uh, we'll get you out of here because you need to leave in a few minutes. Yeah, I gotta get going shortly here, yeah. but yeah, we can do definitely do another question. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, James here is asking, uh, will we be seeing anything like this in the future? And uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping he's talking about Mod Chat Plus, not really the Squirt logo, unless you want to go to Pornhub for that. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, James. No, no, no. I, I, I don't know how often we're like, we're, we're going to try and do Mod Chat Plus every few months at least, which is what we originally aimed for. Like, we didn't plan to do a eleven month hiatus for Mod Chat Plus. No, I mean, it'd be cool if we can somehow work it out where it's once a month, but I feel like that's too much of a commitment to say right away. That that um, yeah, that'd be two pot. That'd be two episodes a month, which is still doable, but still, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be easier to start off with like just saying we'll do it like every other month as a bonus treat. Exactly. You know, they're like this month you get two episodes, next month just one, and the next month two episodes. I don't know. But, I mean, um, we'll see. But yeah, I'm sure we'll do yes, more. Yes, we will do and more. I'd like, we will do yeah, more of these. We just don't know when we're going to do them. Yeah, and it, it won't be, I promise, it won't be, if it was March last year, it won't be an eight month, nine month, uh, 10 month fucking gap in between no way in hell but i just it's hard for us to say truly like how often because mod chat is our is our bread and butter and this is our uh this is our uh uh fuck what goes on bread and butter um toast salami <laughs> i like salami you can have toast <laughs> okay <laughs> are you a salami fan or no mm, yeah I've, I've enjoyed it the few times i've had it. i don't eat salami too much but yeah I haven't had it in a while. Like my mom used to get it. Do you have Trader Joe's where you live or no? Yeah. Okay. So my mom used to pick it up from Trader Joe's all the time. And then I worked at an Italian deli for a year and we had like, I mean, dude, just fresh fucking salami coming in from Italy, all different like peppered, <sighs> spicy. And yeah, for lunch, I would just slice off, you know, whatever amount I would need and, and make like a, on a fresh baked roll and dude, fucking fire. Oh, you're but, me hungry now, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm starving. Actually, I've got, I've got, uh, Pizza is going to be here in like 10, 15 minutes. So it's long always before. pizza with you, but he's bouncing with excitement. <laughs> dude, you're telling me you don't love pizza, bro. Like it's pizza fucking... is actually my favorite food, but it's yeah. been so long since I've eaten it. And I don't know why I just, I don't eat pizza that much anymore. And it's kind of disappointing. Yes. Yeah, fucking pizza is the food of the gods, man. It is. <laughs> it truly is. But I don't know, man. Is there anything you want to, uh, Wrap up. I don't know if you're hanging out for a little while longer or not, but is there anything you want to wrap up before I take off? No, I no, I think we're good with this. Okay. And well, and hopefully you all enjoyed it too. Did you guys enjoy it? <laughs> it's been a blast. Like I'm like James WCA top head exeked. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm getting weird. I haven't eaten a lot today, and it's just been excessive amounts yeah, of things going on. But and I, I I don't have like my 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 fluids are all over the place. I donated blood, so like technically. Oh I'm yeah, yeah. I actually saw your Instagram post. It made me a little bit wheezy, dude. I I don't know. <laughs> That's why I like posting those. Yeah, my stomach's like hit or miss with things, and like blood doesn't necessarily like always do it but it was something about like 
I have tattoos and stuff, but I don't like needles, man. And I don't like blood draws. And, like, I could see, like, the outline of, like, what looked like blood that had dripped out and it was under the bandage. And it just made oh, no, me no, no, no. uncomfortable. That was, that was a bit of iodine that was there. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I thought that was blood. And I was like, oh. No, 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 no. no. They, they, they put this brown iodine right there. And they take this, like, blood-looking iodine and, like, put it right there. And then they stick me with the needle. Got you. Okay. Right on. Yeah, because it just, like, I saw it, man. It was like, I just woke up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it just, it, it didn't make me happy. That's all, but. Okay. Well, that's why I like to post those pictures whenever I donate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Joe, Joe says, need more notice. I just stumbled upon the chat. Didn't you post it? I thought you, or did you just post yesterday? Uh, two days ago. Yeah. Joe, Joe, how, how far in advance do you need notice? <laughs> <laughs> It'll get to the point. I just need to start calling people now. Be like, hey, yeah. just let you know, we're going to be doing mod chat this day at this time. Hopefully you can come yeah. out. Like, we'll send you a Christmas card. Like, or, or Not a Christmas card, but we'll send you a fucking card in the mail. Formally <laughs> inviting you to it a month in advance. <laughs> that sounded sassy. and It was intended to be a little bit. I'm sorry, but <laughs> anyway. Mine was intended to be a joke, but I have thought of that before. I'm like, maybe it'd be fun to, like, just call people. Be like, hey, just let you know. Because with YouTube's shitty delivery system, sometimes be like, hey, let you know. I'm going to be dropping a video in the next two hours. Yeah, it could, I, it could. He says he'll blame YouTube. So okay, yeah. that that works. That's fine. Yeah, we're, At we're least they board. let you know of this. That's cool. Yeah, we're all aboard that train. But uh, <laughs> WCA says me too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, it was definitely fun hanging out and just kind of chit chatting. And I'm sure, dude, in the next week here, we'll be talking more about 3D printer stuff. Um, I'm very curious though to know again, print something that you've already printed at point two, and let me know. Again, you'll see how much quicker it is and just see what the quality is like, whether you think that it's good. Because, again, with stuff like – I could see point one, dude, on something that's, like, insanely fucking intricate, dude. Like, um, when I printed this little fan shroud adapter for the printer, I did point one because it's so fucking thin. Like, it's ex insanely thin, and I wanted it to be airtight or as close to airtight as possible. No. Um, but, yeah, dude, for that thing, I would even print it – like, again, people are saying don't print above 80% of your nozzle, but I printed – 0.4 on a 0.4 nozzle but yeah i could hammer that out in like 25 to 20 minutes on that fucking printer up there dude i gotcha yeah so yeah, just yeah, no, i'm actually gonna try it right now i'm gonna pop in points two there for the setting it does reduce it to yeah it says an hour 36 minutes for this one um just for a different one right here and uh yeah no i'll go ahead and give this a shot and print it out here okay just let me know let me know tonight just tweet at me or, or fucking something Message absolutely me. i okay. shall I okay shall. Sounds good. All right. Anyways, thank you all for listening, watching all that stuff. If you're watching it now, of course, this is over, um, most likely, aside from the people here live. If you're listening to it on uh, iTunes or Google Play Music or Podbean, wherever it is, please let us know, mostly in the comment section on YouTube here, uh, how this episode was, what all you'd like and everything, because we really do take that constructive criticism. So we would like that. Anyways, thank you again very much for everyone coming out. We'll let you know when the next one is, and we'll definitely also have an actual episode of Mod Chat this month as well, too. But it's been very fun doing our first live episode of Mod Chat Plus. Um, I'm sorry. These last comments are pretty funny, dude. Um, if someone said, make the Mod Chat hotline so we can get calls when Mod Chat happens, then Mr. Mario's automated phone service coming soon. <laughs> I, re I, I really should do that, look into that. Yeah, automated tech support idea. You just have one message. Did you try turning it on and off again? <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I just saw that. I was like, no, that's that's good. I like that everyone kind of chimed into that. Oh, um, perfect. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank yep. you guys so much for hanging out. And we will see you guys, uh, you know, we'll see you guys on our videos, but we'll also see you guys on next mod chat then coming up, uh, well, I guess this month since it's now February. For sure. So. All right.
Well, hey, everyone, thanks for coming out. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, guys.